Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. mission is to pray and talk about what we believe. Pray and preach. And leave the rest of it up to God, because only He can change a human heart. The message of the gospel is that God can change a human heart. He can give you a totally new heart. How do I know? Because He did it to me. He did it to me. He, he, He completely changed who I am, the way I thought, the way, the way I saw things. In the message today, Pastor Robert will teach the importance of sharing the good news of the gospel with others. Only God can change hearts and minds, but are you willing to allow him to work through you? This world is hurting and in need of Jesus. Will you share the good news with them? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I remember one of the things that impacted me a lot, and I've shared his story over and over and over, they you know, they nicknamed him the preacher. He was the only Christian, the only real Christian that I knew about that worked with me in a Georgia Pacific plywood manufacturing plant in the early 80s. I don't know his name because everybody just called him preacher. And they didn't call him preacher because he was always preaching at people. You know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't one of those so much. But if if you went into the, the break room on the lunch break, preacher was sitting there reading his Bible. Always, without fail, he had his Bible open. Now, he wasn't reading it out loud. He was just reading it. But he was, he was sitting there with his Bible, reading his Bible. Do you understand? Everybody knew preacher. Everybody knew where, where, you know, like what he thought, where he stood. You see what I mean? Not because he was always loudly shooting his mouth off about his faith and about how spiritual he was or about all that he was doing for God or all the things he was involved with. I have no idea what church he went to, what he did at that church. What I do know is he believed the Bible. You know how I know that? Because every time, if he wasn't working, he was reading his Bible. He was sitting there eating a sandwich, reading his Bible. It occurred to me a number of years ago, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, how to have an impact on on children. You know, I mean, 
something that Elizabeth and I agonized over. You know, the statistics are not good for preachers' kids in the United States of America. You know that, right? And we had so many friends, you know, other pastors who, whose kids went off, off the rails, went, you know, just total rebellion, living crazy lives. And it's like, how does that happen? You know, what do we, how do we prevent that? How do we work to prevent that? You know, we talked about all these things, you know, just wanting to be faithful parents, to do everything we know to do to raise our children not merely in church, but also in Christ, right? And one of the things we realized is, is, is this idea of reading the Bible. They used to call it family altar, having a family altar, where you just, you literally sit down together and read the Bible out loud. And not making it a ritual, but simply, you know, having, having that practice where, where the children know you actually believe this stuff, that you actually do live by faith, you know, meaning that you got a problem, you talk to God about it. You got a question, you talk to God about it. You know how Elizabeth really, really cemented it in, in the hearts of our children? Praying for parking spaces in South Beach back in the old days. Seriously. Seriously, man, we just really need a, kids, let's pray for a parking space. We need God to give us a parking spot. But what does that communicate? Is it being silly? No. No, it's not. Because it communicates to the children that, that we, can, we can talk to God about anything. And if we have a need, we should talk to God about it. If we have a question, we should talk to God about it. You see what I mean? Our mission is to pray and talk about what we believe. Pray and preach. And leave the rest of it up to God, because only he can change a human heart. The message of the gospel is that God can change a human heart. He can give you a totally new heart. How do I know? Because he did it to me. He did it to me. He, he, he completely changed who I am. The way I thought, the way, the way I saw things, my view of the world, my worldview, it, it changed. Second thing that I want you to see in this passage is that he tells us that the student is not above the teacher. The student is not above the teacher. It, he said, a disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. It's enough for a disciple to be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they... He said, if they called me the prince of demons, what do you think they're going to call you? It ain't going to be better. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, Jesus was horrible, but this guy, he's okay. Do you understand that? Sometimes we think, no, if they did it to him, they're going to do it. You know, he did it perfectly, and they crucified him, as one guy said. You're not going to do it perfectly. What do you think they're going to do to you? He tells us right here in the passage but he says there's nothing to fear in that because I've, I've already won. You know, there's, there's, the, the victory's already been provided. We don't have to fear them. He, he says, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. The little details, the little sparrows, little birds. Jesus said, do you understand? Not, 
Not even, not even one of them dies without it being part of God's plan, part of the Father's will. You don't have to be afraid because you're more valuable than the little birds. And yes, he is paying attention to every detail. And he sets you up to have opportunities to bear good fruit, to talk about our faith, even when we face opposition. And he says, you, you're going to face the opposition. You just don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to, don't let fear stop you. It's maybe a better way to put it because we all get afraid sometimes. We're all tempted to close up and not say anything. Something occurred to me. I was talking, you know, between services and, and it dawned on me. Every time I have ever prayed, every time I can remember praying that God would put me in a position where I didn't have to talk, you know, like on an airplane. God, please, I just want to sleep. Don't put me next to somebody that wants to talk. Every time, without fail, whoever's sitting next to me wants to talk. I remember being on a flight one time. I think it was from Southern California. I'd been for a conference. I'm headed back. And yeah, and I just want to take a nap, right? I just want to sleep. And I sit down, and it's this young woman attractive. Not only does she want to talk, she wants to flirt. And she wants to drink. And, you know, and it was so funny because on, on the previous flight or, at, or before she got seated, I don't, I don't remember, but the flight attendant had given me a voucher for a free drink. And she's just wanting to party, right? And uh, I said, well, I'm not going to use this. I handed it to her. Oh, that's awesome. You're so cool. Hey, what do you do? <laughs> the look, I wish I'd had a video camera, man. The look on her face when I told her I passed her a church. It was, oh, it was just priceless. But do you understand? We had a great conversation. I had prayed to just not have to go there. God emphatically said, nope. I'm putting you out there, buddy. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. 
come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.